You are now listening to the homily of Father Francis Lynch, parish priest of St. Mary's Church in Chislehurst, UK. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Day Ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ. As Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. And I'd like to particularly welcome to this talk the members of the LOB community and the Logical Bible Studies group and anyone else who happens to be listening. So today, um, the second Sunday of Ordinary Time, um, we're looking at the Gospels in John 1, 29-30. It is by exploring the Word of Christ that we root ourselves in Him, deepen our relationship with Him, and see His presence in our life. Now, Let's read the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 29 to 34, in preparation of today's homily. Seeing Jesus coming towards him, John said, Look, there is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I spoke of when I said, A man is coming after me who ranks before me, because he existed before me. I did not know him myself, and yet it was to reveal him to Israel that I came baptizing with water. John also declared, I saw the Spirit coming down on him from heaven like a dove and resting on him. I did not know him myself, but he who sent me to baptize with water had said to me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and rest is the one who is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Yes, I have seen and I am the witness that he is the chosen one of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just going to look at just a few words in English, about six words, seven words. St. John said, look, there is the Lamb of God, and he adds, that takes away the sins of the world, or the sin of the world. And those are the words I'd like to look at. Um, So we should, at least I feel, we should be really surprised at these words. Why is St. John calling Jesus Christ a lamb? Why is he referring to him as an animal? It's not even a particularly sort of grand animal. It's not as though he's saying, look, there's the Lion of Judah. And even a word like that would have come from a very long tradition. So why is he saying, behold the Lamb of God? It's not, as I say, even a big animal. It's not as though, look, there's an elephant. Look, there's a giraffe. Um, Instead, he's saying, look, there's a lamb. Now, that should strike us, as I've said, as something a bit odd. Why is he saying, look, over there, that person, he looks like a man, he looks like a person, but in fact, he's a lamb, he's an animal. Why would he say that? And were the people surprised when he said this? And we don't know, 
we don't have the direct reactions to those words. Um, but on the face of it, it does sound as though it needs some explanation. And the explanation would come, and many of his followers would have understood what he meant. And the Lamb of God would have understood that it referred to the Paschal Lamb, which was um, sacrificed yearly um, in memory of the Passover of the Jews. And just to remind you that the, the biggest event, the biggest, I guess, single event in Jewish history, in the history of the Israeli people, of the people of Israel, of the Hebrews, the biggest event was what was called the Passover. This was after the um, exile, the exile, slavery in Egypt. Um, Moses led the people away from Egypt and away from slavery into the relative freedom of wandering in the desert for 40 years. When he did this, um, to prepare for this, they had to uh, kill, a, they had to kill a lamb. And this lamb had to be perfect. It had to be perfect in the sense of not having anything obviously wrong with it. It had to be, uh, for instance, couldn't be crippled. It couldn't have any illnesses, couldn't have a cold if lambs get colds, anything like that. It had to be perfect. It had to be um, spotless. And that was literally true. It couldn't be multi, um, multi-colored. It couldn't be variegated. It couldn't have spots. Some lambs do, especially in the Middle East. It couldn't be one of those. It had to be pure. The colour had to be pure. It had to be male. It had to be one year old, which I'm told, not being a farmer myself or a shepherd, um, is the sort of perfect age of, of lambs or sheep. Um, and it had to be sacrificed. It had its throat cut. And with the blood, they emptied the blood of the lamb. And with the blood, they anointed or marked the lintel, which is the the piece of wood over the door, which holds the door up, uh, the, the door frame up, um, and the doorpost, which are the side things. And by tradition, they did a fairly simple sign uh, just across. It could be th- seen as an X, but it was a cross as well. And then the angel of death who passed over that very night would pass over the, the houses of the Israelites and he wouldn't visit them. He would pass over those houses not visiting them. He would instead visit the house of the Egyptians and he would kill the oldest, the oldest son um, in each of these houses so that throughout the Egyptian areas all of every single household was in mourning the next day for the less loss of their oldest son. The, um, the angel of death passed over the houses because they were saved by the blood of this lamb. And there was another thing as well. They had to eat the lamb. They had to be eaten. They had to be firstly burnt, uh, in other words, cooked, and then it had to be eaten. And it had to be completely consumed. If there wasn't, um, if there weren't enough people in the household to eat a whole lamb, then they had to have other households and meet together and consume the entire lamb. And after that, then they went and they crossed the Red Sea. And this was another part of the Passover. They passed over the Red Sea. In fact, there are various um, meanings of that word Passover, all of which are true. So when St. John pointed to our Lord and said, this, this man, he's actually a lamb and he's the lamb of God. Many of his hearers, we assume, would have understood what he said, which was that 
This is the Paschal Lamb who, um, the Paschal Lamb shed his blood, innocently shed his blood for the good of the people of Israel. And the Paschal Lamb, Jesus Christ, is about to shed his blood um, in, in this case, in just a few years' time, in about three years' time, he's going to shed his blood for the salvation of all mankind. And the resemblances between our Lord and the Paschal Lamb are there. Male, obviously, um, spotless, in other words, completely pure in soul, in mind and soul, a perfect, a perfect man, and of the um, sort of ideal age, what the ideal age of a man is, is not absolutely determined, but something like the 30 to 35 years that our Lord was supposed to have lived as a man on earth. So that's why maybe the words of St. John the Baptist were not seen as all that gnomic at the time, but many people would have understood them and they would have said, yes, the Lamb of God. He's not a lamb in the normal sense of the word, He's a lamb because he's going to deliver the people, the Christians, and the followers of both himself and John the Baptist. So I think I'll end that with a blessing. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lexio Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and given you the strength to put the word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the following email address. Love, L-O-V, underscore, verbum Dei, V-E-R-B-U-M-D-E-I, at outlook.com. All these prayer intentions will be prayed for in our daily Angelus group call on WhatsApp and also during our different weekly prayer group gatherings, both in person and online. Check our website in the description for days and times. If this homily has enlightened you or touched you in any way, please share it with your relatives, friends, community and on your social media. Have a blessed week.